Welcome to Animals to the Max. I'm your host, Corbin Maxey. This show is about animals and the people who dedicate their lives to them. And welcome everybody to another exciting edition of Animals to the Max. I'm your host, Corbin Maxey. As always, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to the show. Okay, folks. I'm not going to lie. I am so excited about this episode, okay? On today's show, we have a special collaboration with the two hilarious hosts from Keeper Chat, Flora and Fauna. Now, if you're not familiar with the podcast Keeper Chat, please check it out if you're into animals, especially for any of you who are in the zoological field or you want to get into the zoological field, check it out because it is just hilarious. It's basically these two zookeepers who just talk about a new animal every week and you know they talk about their experiences with animals but they you know it's like hold no bars and they just go in and they swear and they tell dirty jokes and they have such a fun time it's just hilarious for any of my adults out there check it out and so I wanted to have them on my show and I didn't know if they would do it because they go by flora and fauna because they do not reveal their real identities of course because I don't know they don't want to get fired from the zoos they work from because they do talk about some pretty crazy stuff and which I totally get. So I reached out and was like, hey, would you guys like want to come on the show? Maybe do some, I don't know, a collaboration. And they agreed to it. And I just, I was so excited just to connect with them. And I have to say, this is like what's so much fun about being in the podcast community, especially in the animal podcast community, because everyone offers something different. Everyone has, you know, a unique take on presenting animals. And we're all just a bunch of weirdos. And I just love just yabbing and you know talking and you know with them and just connecting so if you can tell in my voice it sounds like I've had like 18 cappuccinos I swear to god I've only had 16 but that's why I'm just so excited because I had so much fun and I'm going to be honest I have not laughed so hard on a podcast ever and we're almost in 100 episodes and and I think we talked for almost two hours we had to cut it down but uh yeah I had a great time now I know a lot of families listen to the show, which I totally appreciate it. I love that you do this, but this is the first ever PG-13 Animals to the Max episode, okay? So let me tell you this. This is not for anybody under 13. There are a few swear words, mainly from them, not for me because I'm wholesome. That's a joke, but pretty much true. Anyway, what I'm saying, giving you guys all a fair warning, this is a PG-13 show. Adults only, if you have kids in the car, please kind of don't listen to this episode. Maybe wait till they're 13, but super fun. Okay. Are all the kids gone? Are you sure? Here we go. Welcome everybody to Animals to the Max. I am Corbin Maxi. Welcome to the show. Okay, so I have to say I was so excited for this interview, I forgot to plug my Yeti microphone in. So luckily, my voice is super loud, so you can actually hear me, but it does sound a little off because my microphone was not plugged in, but that's okay. Both Flora and Fauna had their mics plugged in, so that's kind of why it might sound like I'm kind of across the room, but I promise you, you'll still enjoy the episode. Before we get to the interview in our PG-13 episode, as always, please make sure to rate and review the show. And if you haven't already, make sure to um, subscribe. Oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah. Subscribe to the show. I just said that. And also make sure to follow me on my social channels at Corbin Maxi on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. I also love your guest and topic suggestions. You can email those to me as well. But uh, with that said... Let's get grimy. Please welcome to the show the hilarious Flora and Fauna from Keeper Chat. You ready for this? Yes. I have known your secret identity for months now. <gasps> A lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> he got 
got you. Okay, here's the thing. How did you find out? Number okay. one. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, please let me let me put the puzzle together for other listeners. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because we have like spoiled our identity like a thousand times already. Yes. So at least like fifty of our listeners know. Oh. Um, because we mailed stuff out. And, like, the mail just, like, throws you up. They're like, here's your return address. Oh, you didn't put one? Here's a stamp. <laughs> like, they just, like, blow you up. And then, um, yeah, one time I posted a picture that had our names in it. One time oh. I posted a picture of Fauna's cat that had her address on it. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. On the cat's uh, name tag. <laughs> my actual address. I was like, that's got to go. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, I felt like an investigator. I put like things together. <laughs> I swear to God. So you like Nancy Drewed it. You didn't even yes. get like our like the 35,000 times that I've like put my social security number on the internet. <laughs> yes. You like figured it out. Yes. And like by... <laughs> old schooled it. <laughs> and by the way, for those of you listening, you know, welcome obviously to Animals to the Max. This is a special edition episode where we're having the famous Flora and Fauna from Keeper chat can you guys talk <laughs> you guys are awesome by the way can you talk a little bit about your podcast and why we are talking about like hidden identities because some people might be confused yeah so <laughs> we started this podcast about a year ago and we're both zookeepers um mm-hmm. but we didn't we're doing it anonymously we didn't want the focus to be on where we worked or like the facility that we worked at like that's not what it's about we're not right. representing our organizations like we're not speaking for them or doing any of that we just wanted to like do it in a fun way without getting like legitimately fired (laughs) (laughs) yes yes no that's Um, absolutely right yep (laughs) like teaching people about animals because our job at work is teaching people about animals and there's every day you come across people who don't know like the simplest stuff and it's like mind-blowing so we like we're talking and we're like let's just do it And let's, like, tell adults. Because the other thing, too, is, like, a lot of animal-based information and media is based towards children. There's Mm -hmm. plenty of that for kids. And we're, like, shoving weird animal facts at children. But we're not getting to, like, the fun, nitty-gritty, like, adult side of that. (laughs) And there's so much to it. And it's, like, we need the adult side. Like, there's a million adults who don't know the difference between a monkey and an ape. Or, like, why not to, like, kill every snake they see? Or, like, what's the purpose of a mosquito? Or, like, any of that stuff. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, hold on. Back up. What (laughs) is the purpose of a mosquito? (laughs) It is to torture humanity. (laughs) I'm not going to say we're insect experts by any means. (laughs) But the answer is out there. Oh yes. my gosh. Well, I, I'll tell you what, I absolutely love your podcast. It is one of my favorite podcasts and I'm not just blowing smoke. I, yeah, I you are. no, I swear <laughs> to you. And here's the deal. I remember it was in February. I was out shoveling snow and I was like, I want to listen to like a fun new podcast about zookeeping. I, I just, I wanted to listen to, it. I just typed in, you know, zookeeper and keeper chat came on and the orangutan, um, uh, <laughs> um, episode came on. Oh Lord. Yes. Oh, boy. I know. And then you guys were talking about drinking margaritas and you dropped a couple F-bombs. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is ingenious. You guys were hilarious. <laughs> You're like, this is exactly what I was looking for. <laughs> also, shout out to Google for having our backs because we have oh, right. at the beginning there. We were like, how are people going to find us? We need to make sure they can find us. Oh. Uh, so that's good. 
It's so smart. I, I loved it. And I was expecting some wholesome, like, kid podcasts. And I think <laughs> it was you, Flora. You're like, I think I've had, like, four margaritas. I might be drunk right now. I I was just <laughs> dying laughing. I'm like, oh, my God, who are these two people? Yeah. But yeah. every day we're, like, so PC and we're, like, teaching kids all these fun yes. facts. So it's nice to, like, come home and unwind. And I think the zookeeping profession, like, this is manual labor and it's hard work. And so there's, like, this this like mindset I guess with the keepers you run into it a lot like we're like down and dirty and like full of swear words like we're like (laughs) yes poop picking up sailors and (laughs) we can't show our true identities obviously at work so at home you like gotta unwind so it's like well unwind and then record it and see if we can make some money for (laughs) conservation while we're at it exactly I think like Everyone is so strange in this field, and that was one of the things as well is, like, we we wanted to, like, bring people kind of, like, behind the curtain a little bit because, like you said, all of the stuff that we do presentation-wise is so formal and, like, so geared toward children and family-friendly stuff, and then to kind of have the opportunity to just talk about all the, like, weird stuff that happens in our day-to-day lives and, like, all the, like, crazy stories and all the, like, bizarre guests and stuff in a way that people hopefully relate to, we thought that would be really fun. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. And by the way, I just clicked my my camera icon. Can you guys see me? <laughs> yeah, that's yes. okay. You just like popped up. Okay, yeah. Did it scare you guys? You're like, yeah, oh my god. Bit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this isn't fair. I really want to see what you guys look like now. Have no. you? Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> have you ever been bribed by a listener? God, I wish I would be no. making bank. I know, right? Like, hold up. Yeah, no. That might work. No, honestly, one of the other reasons I didn't mention that we're anonymous is because we're absolutely hideous and no one would listen to our podcast <laughs> if they saw my true form. <laughs> Just tag- Okay, okay. If you're wondering what we look like, picture two slugs. <laughs> and then that's it. <laughs> that's just two slugs. And they're wearing khaki. And they're wearing khaki. <laughs> they're shoveling hot dogs into their mouth constantly. That's it. That's the visual that you there can go is. with. And, you know, I'm shocked you guys actually agreed to do this. And I thought, why not? I'm just going to reach out. <laughs> and then, and did you like how I said you guys could even wear masks? And I was hoping, like, <laughs> yes. God, I hope they wear masks. It'd be so funny. <laughs> you know, we've talked about that before. Like, what if, I mean, back when we were very first starting out, we were like, what if we get famous? Like, what if we do live <laughs> shows? And then they were like, oh, my God, we'd have to wear, like, a creepy animal suit, like, on stage yeah. or something. Who are those people? Um, um, Gorillas. Remember them back in the day? Oh, yes. yes. You guys could be, like, gorillas, like, live this famous life and then, like, take off the mask and, be, you know, be anonymous. Yes. Oh, my God. That's a dream. I don't, but being I'm... anonymous is it's really hard. We had no yeah. idea how hard it was going to be. It's pretty much impossible, I think. Yeah, we've definitely been, uh, con- or like, I guess cornered by a couple people now that are like, you're on this show, you do this show. And we're like, no, yes. we don't, we don't. <gasps> yeah. What do you do? Do you lie? Uh, I mean, we just act, like, okay, like we have no mechanisms for acting like real human adults. And yeah. so <laughs> those conversations go as well as you can possibly imagine. <laughs> yeah. How like I think go, last though? time, Last time someone came to me and they were like, hey, I was like Googling animals and I think I came across something. It sounded like you. And I'm like, really? And they were like, yeah, you know, like there was like a satanic like leaf tailed gecko episode. And I was like, that's cool. Wow. Podcast. And he's just like, is it you? And I was like, wow, podcasts are cool. And I just said that same phrase over and over until he walked away. Yes. 
We need to think it's always of like a strange combination of like, oh, that sounds like a really interesting, cool educational format. Also, <laughs> no, I'm not affiliated at all. Also, they sound really cool. See, <laughs> I get, I get right recognized there. sometimes because I do like TV, like shows like the Today Show. But it, yeah, but, yes. but it's never like. I mean, sometimes it's like you're the animal guy, but it's usually it's like I know you from somewhere. You look like, did we go to school? We had to have gone to school. Anyway, I get that all the time. I'm like, I prom, you know, anyway. So, yeah, I can understand where you guys are coming from. Yeah, but you're like a famous person. We're like literal slugs. So it's yes. weird. It's, we can't cope. We can't cope. Exactly. I wasn't born. I wasn't brought up to be able to interact with humans <laughs> on this level. You guys, yeah. it's so hard being famous. It's just, I, I just want to live a normal life. Oh my God. Tell us about it. <laughs> I'm like in my tiny <laughs> office crammed in like in my microphone. So, okay. So let's talk a little bit about you and then we'll go on to, um, I, I did, you know, ask some people questions on my social channels and there's so much to cool. talk about. So you guys have worked in the animal care field, the zoological field for how long? I mean, tell us a little background. How did you meet? Which animals were you working with? I know that was like 18 questions in one, but. Yeah, I think combined between the two of us, we've worked in the animal care field for like, what, 13 years? Yeah, combined? Yeah, combined. Whoa, we're like a power. (laughs) Are we like, (laughs) what? We're like a superhero? I don't think you can just combine those numbers. (laughs) Well, no, I mean... (laughs) 26 years. (laughs) If you hire both of us at once, we have 13 years experience. (laughs) I'm going to write that on my resume. (laughs) We, uh, we can add us together. We can subtract us. We can delete us. <laughs> any of those combinations. No, but I think uh, I think we've been in the animal care industry like roughly the same amount of time. So between, I don't know, around like seven years or so. Yes. That say. sounds right. Okay. Yeah. Um, and we did a number of internships, of course. That's kind of how breaking into this field starts is you do a lot of unpaid work. But it's important because that's kind of the only way that you get your foot in the door. And that's where Flora and I met was at one of our internships. Okay. And did you guys both grow up wanting to be zookeepers or marine mammal trainers? Like, give us a little more background on that. Um, well, Flora, why don't you start? Because yours okay. is a lot more inspiring. <laughs> Not? <laughs> By the way, Not? Her, her flower's freaking me out. It's like this overweight flower, and I'm like, keep She's on. blushing. <laughs> overweight flower. It oh, just, my God. It just looks wow. like, okay, you that's just not describe fair. describe me. That's a picture of me, Corbin, and you just fucking put me on, oh, I'm sorry. You just put no, me on blast with everybody. No, hold on. I'm for, for the first time ever on Animals to the Max, I'm going to put a, a, a censorship thing. Or, or not oh, censorship. So explicit. Yes. And by the way, someone just messaged me on Twitter. This is so ironic. I swear to God today. And they were like, we love Corbin's podcast. It's so nice and wholesome. And I'm like, oh, crap. Like, they're going <laughs> to. Oh, no. Get ready. <laughs> Get ready. Anyway, yes, I apologize for calling your little emoji an overweight flower. It just looks unhealthy. Anyway, I keep on looking at this flower and it's like, well, it looks like it's red in the cheeks. I mean, anyway. So yeah, I, keep on I Googled uh, flower and that's what came up. <laughs> that's now my profile picture. So. Hell yes. Hell yes. Google to the max. <laughs> Google to the max. <laughs> oh, I can't believe I called a flower overweight. I'm so sorry. And anyway, anyway, okay, yes. Yeah, so. so offended. Uh, yeah, no, I, uh, I mean, as a small child, I wanted to be a vet like everybody does. And then you realize that like animals die all the time, and like you're supposed to bring them back to life, and that's like the pits. So got rid of that idea. Um, started working at like a dog kennel, volunteering at my local zoo, and then realized I just wanted to be a zookeeper. So. 
um, I didn't have like a specific animal in mind, but I went into like big cats and then I started to think I'm going to be a marine mammal trainer. Um, did beluga whales for a little bit, changed my mind, went back to uh, land, mammals, creatures. Um, went back did, to like, land. <laughs> I, went, I came out of the ocean, uh, yeah. worked with like large African hoofstock and then got thrown into penguins, which is now like my ride or die, like fave animal of all time oh i love penguins and they're my always to go to animal like or my go-to animal for the today show i, I love them because people love them and right? they just are there and they follow you around and it's like they're so chill you could like do the worst animal segment knock on wood but if you have a penguin it's gold and it's like oh it's great <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah you know, you know like you could have a bad keeper chat no one even cares they're just looking at the penguins i totally exactly understand but Hold on really quick. You just jumped all over. I mean, I, I know you like did it super fast. So you did. So you worked with beluga whales. Why did you not like working with marine mammals? Because I feel like a lot of people in this industry want to work with orcas or beluga whales or dolphins. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was in a situation where I was not getting paid. It was an unpaid internship. Um, so it wasn't for forever, but it was a different, it's a totally different vibe. So like zookeeping now, I mean, it's on its way to being more training based, but right now zookeeping is a lot of like cleaning and maintaining with training and enrichment involved and like are a big part of that. But when you're getting into like the marine mammal field and animals that are living in water, you're not doing as much cleaning. So you're doing way more training. So there was days where, I mean, especially as an intern, I was like bored. Like there wasn't, you know, I was used to like working my ass off at like a big cat rescue where like you don't even get to sit down, you know, you're like dripping with sweat and there's like horse heads flying and it was just a totally different <laughs> They fly, they fly. I'm sorry to interrupt, but I just I've listened to almost every episode and that's some of my favorites are the the uh, Q and D's, the quick and dirties where you talk of you know, people send your questions and I love them, but I remember you were talking about the big cat rescue. Didn't you reach your hands inside of a pool and pull out like a horse head in one of the tiger enclosures? Yeah, no, it was it was like a cow head that had been in there for like three or four days, just like soaking in the like summer sun. Um, and like half eaten. That's like when you know it's good. It's like nice and time. seasoned. <laughs> yeah. And those tanks, like they have those plugs right on the outside, but like they're just outside all the time. So they don't work anymore. So you just have to like deadlift with like 10 people, this tank and like splash like meat water on yourself. Mm-hmm. And then like later you're like eating lunch and there's just like a maggot crawling up your arm oh. and you're like, whoa, where'd that boy come from? <laughs> oh, going to put him back in the dirt. <laughs> yeah so we've like seen some things but yeah it's it's just a different it's a totally different experience it goes it goes less away I think for manual labor um and like there was more like office work and and it was fun but it was a different different experience entirely you know what I hated I did a little internship thing at a marine mammal facility I hated scrubbing those buckets with all the fish scales it yep. drive, drive me nuts yeah <laughs> the fish scales stick like no matter what um oh. it's creepy and disturbing and like you'll get them on your body and like it'll be your weekend it'll be like your sunday and you take a <laughs> shower and you're in the shower and there's a scale on you and you're like i have showered for days like how is this still here and this is me not trying to be funny but was it hard to get a date like smelling like fish all the time because i had a friend who worked you <laughs> <laughs> get when you're a big flat flower I like, fish scales. <laughs> I know, I'm just roasted on this podcast I know, I'm 
like who on earth would want to date you for? No, oh my god! I had, hold on, hold on. Fat let, flower, you stink. On. Let me let, let me clarify. <laughs> I had a friend, and she worked in penguins at the same facility that uh, that you worked at. It was so hard for her to get a date because she smelled like fish all the time. She would have to, you know yeah. what I mean? Okay. Yes. So. Uh, no, it it's weird because you don't like. I don't smell it. Like I don't smell it at all. Yeah. So. I go out and I think I'm doing like okay for myself and then someone like looks at me or like I'm sitting like I went to the doctor I think I talked about once on the podcast you go to the doctor and you sit in the office and someone got up and like moved to the other side of the room (laughs) No, but you're so acclimated to your own like rankness that you don't know and so then you're like oh beans I got like fish on me and like I didn't even know and yeah so it's definitely not like a good look you know what's weird though? I actually like that smell a little bit. Like I love because I used to I used yeah. to work with penguins and it was like I'm home because I, I too really yes. like penguins or, or like sea lions. Like that smell of like the, you know, capelin and smelt. I, I liked that yep. actually. Okay, so. Yep, I'm like right there with you. Yeah, if I do get a whiff of it, it just like reminds me of like, like I don't th- I don't walk into the building. And I'm like ew, it stinks. Like other people do. I'm just like oh, it just smells like my birds. Like I don't know. I know what to get you for Christmas. I'm going to get you a Capelin candle, and then you can just burn it and feel like you're at home. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh You'll love it. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so okay, so, so now you work with penguins. Fauna, do you want to tell us a little bit about how your journey came to become a zookeeper? Sure. So mine was a little bit different from Flora's. Uh, when I was growing up, I just the only thing in the world I wanted to be was a dentist. So Really? <laughs> that's, that's you must awesome. have good teeth. I'm imagining you now with good you teeth. You think so. You <laughs> think so. <laughs> don't have. That's one thing that we've learned on this cast is slugs don't have teeth. Um, no, I just oh, like, yeah. I don't know. I guess that was just my jam because that was my goal in life. And when I got to college, that was like my career track or whatever. And then I got to the point where I was like getting ready to enter dental school. And I was like, hang on, I don't want to do this. And so I kind of had a bit of a crisis and I kind of reached out to like my friends and family and I was like, what should I do? And they all kind of pointed me into the direction of just pursuing things that I was interested in, even if I didn't know there was a career. And so there was a flyer for a behavioral research internship at my local zoo and I ended up taking it and I loved it. And I ended up uh, working as a TA for a zoology course in college and I loved doing that. And I just kind of got the bug. So from there, I wanted to get more hands-on And so I applied for internships across the country. And actually, the place where Flora and I met was my first, like, animal care internship. And I was the second choice. (laughs) (laughs) But the best choice. Well, that's what I think. And that's what they told me when I got there. Yeah, so (laughs) the guy in front of me was hired and he was there for like a day and then One he day. left so they called me because i was second on the list. What, wait, 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 <laughs> yeah what, what happened he failed his drug test oh so he okay oh, he was okay. there for one day peed in a cup and they're like bye <laughs> they go they called me this like podunk who wants to be a dentist they're like well it's for a try uh but no i ended up going and i uh there I worked with like carnivores and and um, like bears, big cats and stuff like that. And I loved it. And I really wanted to get more involved. And like Flora said, like the zookeeping side of things is a, it's a really big mix of like manual and some of those like psychological things like training and enrichment. Um, 
and also like the maintenance side of stuff. So it's a really nice mixture. Like you're up and moving, you're always busy. There's always something going on. Your day is never the same. And from there, I just started kind of honing in on what I wanted to do. And I always loved primates and cats. So I wanted to find a string that has those. Um, and that just kind of depends on the zoo that you go to. So I ended up finding one and I moved closer to my parents and I worked at a zoo there for a couple of years and I had the opportunity to work with orangutans, which I never had before. And I loved it. And I absolutely just like fell in love with them, just like Flora did with penguins. And those were the ones that I wanted to dedicate, you know, kind of my career to. So I sought out other opportunities like that. And so now I'm at a facility where I get to work with them and I work with other primates and I work with gorillas and stuff like that. So it's, um, yeah, that is so cool. Big cats, penguins, and uh, the primates have always fascinated me, like like the greater apes. That's, I mean, yeah. okay. So you first started with big cats. What was that experience like? Because you wanted to be a dentist, and by the way, I'm like <laughs> kind of self conscious about my teeth now. She's probably like, look at his teeth. <laughs> <laughs> If I well, was see, a dentist, okay. I, I would fix no, that. I wouldn't know anything. I wouldn't know anything about your teeth. That's oh, good. the point. <laughs> <laughs> they look great to me. <laughs> what if someone's going to Google Corbin Maxi teeth? Don't. Um, okay. Yeah, so oh, man. what is that like, though, working with the big cat? I've always wanted to work with big cats, and I, I have, I mean, I, I haven't really done much. So what was that like? Yeah. Well, that's one thing that we uh, we see a lot in this field, especially with like interns now that we're kind of seasoned keepers is like people either come into the field wanting to work with big cats or marine mammals. Like those are the two charismatic animals, right? People love them and they want to do anything they can to work with them. And I loved working with cats. I mean, Flora and I are both like cat people in general, like we have cats at home. And so big cats are just an exaggerated, dangerous version of them. And so a lot of the things are very similar, um, but it's really it's amazing because, I mean, a lot of them, you know, have really cool adaptations or they're like facing threats in the wild. And so when you're there and you're in front of them and you work with them, it's it's a lot more, I don't know, I guess impactful because you're like, whoa, there's only like a hundred of you. That's crazy. And also you could kill me. Ah! Yeah. Um, Is there yeah. anything, were you guys nervous at first? Like I just went behind the scenes at the uh, at the uh, uh, Turtleback Zoo in West Orange, New Jersey, a beautiful zoo there. I don't know if you guys have been, but... Um, you know, they have a great, a big, a big collection of cats. They took me behind the scenes to look at the Jaguars and I just was like, oh my, it just was, oh, to see them up close was just so intense. Was it intimidating at first? I think so. I remember one of my first days in that animal care internship, my supervisor at the time was having me get in the habit of checking locks, which is obviously important for all animals. And, um, she didn't tell me that there was a lion in the room that I was checking the locks at. And so this lion, of course, like jumped at the mesh and like roared in my face. And I definitely peed my pants a little bit. <laughs> but I like, you know, you like have a healthy appreciation for them. So you always keep that in the back of your mind when you're working with them. But yeah, it, I mean, it was never not inspiring to be around them that close. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. Fauna, do you have any like up close encounters that kind of scared the bejesus out of you? Uh... I think it's it's just like humbling and then they're like realizing that and some people, you know, you get like complacent. It's your job and you're doing the same thing every day. So I think it like really it's easy to like take it for granted. Um, but I think because I did my very first internship was like a big cat rescue, like in the middle of nowhere and like things were like rotting and like <laughs> big cat could just like leap through a fence and murder me at any moment. Um, that gave me like a really good appreciation for like safety and I like I, <laughs> yeah, that, that I, like, I like distinctly remember like we had these huge guillotine doors that didn't have a pulley system on them. So we were like 
dangling from them and like trying to pull up this like 200 pound like metal door to like let this cat through. And I remember one time it was stuck and me and this other intern were just like yanking and yanking. And we couldn't get it. So we we're like, okay, let's lock it down. So we locked the cat down, went in the, the like the area they couldn't get into and we're messing with it and like greasing it. And the, the other intern is standing there in front of it. She's like, try it now. I was like, I'm not going to try it now. You're in there, you idiot. But it's just like stuff like that. Like you don't even – like you're focused on a certain thing or, you know, you just don't think about that stuff. So um, – but being there and like seeing – I mean we were with people who like worked free contact with like some bigger cats that I don't do that stuff with. Um, and that's just a whole different story. But um, yeah, it's 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 freaky. You never – you never forget that it's they can like kill you. Like you just look in their yes. eyes and they're just like I mean they might love you cuz you feed them every day and everything but like that body is so big it's outrageous. Yeah. And their instinct is always going to be to like get you. Like Murder that's always going to be it. Yeah. So I think I mean I think it was helpful in that regard that we kind of like toward the beginning of our internships and animal care time we had that like healthy respect for those animals because I think those like safety principles we learned kind of carried us throughout too. And those like, once you have them, they're like stuck. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Crazy, crazy questions coming to mind. Okay. Would you rather be stuck in an enclosure with a lion or a tiger? (laughs) (laughs) They both sound really crappy. (laughs) I'm saying, I'm saying, oh shit. I don't know. I was going to say, I was going to make a decision and I'm backing out of it. Don't back it up. Just do it. Be be your true Flora self. Because I'm thinking a tiger is going to, like, biff me straight to hell. So, like, I'm going to be dead, like, almost instantly. That's exactly what I was going to say. But a lion, they're, like, a little bit smaller, especially if it's a male. He might, like, bat me around a little bit and, like, play with me and, like, torture me to death. (laughs) Yes. So, okay, here's an important question. Is it a male or female lion? lion? (gasps) Yeah. Because if it's a female, then definitely. Because males are her. dumb as a box of rocks, and they yeah. legitimately torture me because they can't even figure out like how Boy. to function. So you're yeah. saying that the fee- that you'd rather be in with a male lion because they're really dumb? No, 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 no. We'd rather be in with a female because she would kill us quickly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because a male lion is like so dumb. He's gonna bat me around and like maybe rip off a leg or something before he like puts me out of my misery. Okay, and that's one thing I also learned because I've worked with cheetahs before. <laughs> Yeah. yeah! Yes, we love cheetahs. Well, and I didn't realize not as extensively as you. We actually just did one on the uh, Today Show, which was amazing. But and I, of course, listened to your to your episode early on. But you were talking about how cheetahs just are, you guys said it, dumber than a box of rocks. I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. No maybe idea. it was just art. Hold on. I can't actually, say like, that. like, intelligent. <laughs> I've, like, had Dr. Lori Marker on the show, too. She's going to listen to this and be like, are you kidding me from the Cheetah Conservation Fund? But really, though, were they really just not intelligent or just from what your experience was? They excel at certain things, and one of the things that they don't excel at is critical thinking. That's like what my math teacher would say. Okay, go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. No, we love cheetahs. We're not saying they're just, like, a dumb animal, but they have dumb tendencies, which is exactly how I would describe Flora and myself. (laughs) I would say we're inherently dumb. We just have dumb tendencies. And, yeah, maybe it was the cheetahs we worked with, but they're just, like, cheetahs run fast. That's what they do. That's their thing. And, like, anything else... It's kind of just not their thing. And that's okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. One last crazy, crazy question. Would you rather be stuck with a full-grown adult grizzly bear or a male lion? 
Woof. <laughs> oh my god. Um, this okay. This is extremely morbid. Um, no, maybe the bear. I don't know why I'm going down this route. I'm just like so curious. Oh, there's a because here's our thing. So like we're not even. We're all us. We're assuming like we're dying in every situation. Well, no, yeah. Like no, this... no. Could you actually get out though? Do you guys think, or absolutely not, with one of the animals? I mean, if I had a donut and what's I threw my it at gear? a bear. Yeah, what's my gear? <laughs> do I have pepper spray? Like, do I have bait? Do I have, like, a small child? I don't know. I yeah. need to know, like, what is oh, around me. Yeah, if I've got a donut and a kid next to me, then, like, I'm golden. I'm so, getting out. Done. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you th- Okay, you're not armed with anything but just your normal zoo gear. Shit. Oh, my God. Luckily for you, I always have a donut on hand, so. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I don't. I I still think I'm thinking like Grizzly. I think yeah. he'll kill me faster. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. Cause like a swipe from his prow will probably just break me in half. Yeah, my <laughs> so, face will fly off. Yeah, and I yeah, I don't need that. What is that like the golden compass where the polar bear like biffs that man's jaw off? Have you guys seen that movie? Oh yeah, yeah. I was just about yeah, to watch it book. tonight. I swear to God, you just <laughs> guess I'll watch out for that scene. Uh, so... uh... <laughs> It's a family movie. You'll enjoy it. Family fun. I just realized we're like a half an hour in, and I'm just wondering what someone t- – have we said anything really educational, but I'm having such a good time oh my God. on this show. Oh, this is for us. Okay. This is, this is just else. for exactly, – yeah, absolutely. No, I'm having such a good time. I'm like seriously enjoying myself. Okay. Yay. So, Yay. Um, okay, so you guys are working with the big cats, and then you guys – okay, and then you go your separate ways to your separate facilities, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we we weep. Well, we actually, yeah, so actually, we came back together again at another facility and worked together, and then we went our separate ways. So we've worked together twice now, uh, one in an internship and one in a paid position, and then we kind of parted as well. So I just imagine we've got this, like, little helix thing going on. We're going to meet again at some point. Um, But yeah, I mean, obviously, like, if I'm working with great apes and Flora's working with penguins, there's probably not a string where we'll be co-workers anytime soon, (laughs) but... You never know. Yeah. Okay. And I just want to ask you, Fauna, just what, what, what it's like working with great apes. I just, I, they're so close to us. And I just, I mean, what is that experience like? I know that's such an open-ended question. But I'm just fascinated. Yeah. Uh, we get that a lot at the zoo, actually. So the, I love them. Uh, they're definitely not everyone's cup of tea. And yeah. they all have <laughs> You said no. <laughs> a resounding no. Hold on. I'm going to open mean, my they... blinds really quick so I don't look like I'm reporting from a cave. Okay. There we go. <laughs> Right. There we go. Um, I mean, they all have their own personalities. Like, like you said, they are so close to humans in like their cognitive abilities and their social interactions. So they really do have their own likes and dislikes and their own personalities. And that's something that you kind of have to take under your belt in getting to know them. And like I said, it's not for everyone. And I definitely am not like a across the board grade eight person. Like, no offense to people that work with chimps out there, but I would never work with chimps. They scare the bejesus out of me. Why? 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 Fill us in. Because they're just, like, insane. Like, they're, like, they, yeah, they, like, eat each other. They'll eat themselves. They'll eat anything around them. Like, it's just, like, tear uh, babies in half for, like, fun. Like, throw them around. Yes. Like, chimps are, like, very, like, physically expressive. And that's cool, but not when it involves, like, my body parts. So, I don't know. Like, I I definitely, I definitely prefer the, the gorillas and orangutans. But, yeah, I don't know. They're amazing. Like, you have those interactions with them, and you really get to form really close relationships with them. And you know, when you are up close and personal and you see some of the ways they interact with each other and with you, like you really do feel that connection. Like, you know, that there's like a, a conscious being sitting in front of you and you have this relationship. So it's really, really cool and very rewarding. 
I'm just imagining this like what 400 pound animal like 500 pound animal I'm just the gorillas just blow my mind I mean I just couldn't even imagine being in the presence of one so close and working with one on, on like a daily basis yeah they're really cool um Funny enough, the gorillas are actually big scaredy cats, especially the big boys. Uh, really? All the silverbacks are, like, terrified of everything. Yeah, so it's usually the girls that are going to go investigate stuff. The boys are terrified. We actually, one of our bachelor troops, um, it's a group of three, and there was an opossum in their yard one day. And I was in the middle of a keeper chat, and I saw it. And I was like, oh, I wonder what's going to happen. The first thing that <laughs> in my head was, I really hope that they don't tear this mammal apart in front of all of our children. Um, but second, like, I, I just really am curious what's going to happen. Two of them took off running, screaming. Really? And then the one, like the third one, who's actually like the most submissive, he's got the like sweetest personality. He was the one chasing it around with a stick. So, you know, you never can tell. Um, but in I'm general, so, like, they're so terrified of story. everything. I'm sorry yeah. the story. What happened to the opossum? Luckily for that bad boy, he crawled under a rock and he just hunkered down for a few hours until they went inside. Wow. Nice. Okay. Yeah, happy ending. Okay. Now, what about the orangs? Like, is that just a complete different animal? No pun intended. Uh, yeah, I mean, they are. So, like, you've seen Planet of the Apes, right? They actually oh. pretty much... <laughs> it's just like that. It's just like that. <laughs> They like speak. They ride horses. It's like crazy. The humans are gone. They have guns. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean like the way that they classify them is like honestly pretty close. Like the chimps are very like intelligent, but also physical, and the gorillas are kind of like the security team, right? They're like the big buff body lifters, and mm -hmm. they kind of do that thing. The orangutans are definitely more of the thinkers and like the scholars. Like they will sit there and think through any problem you can possibly give to them and come up with like a million solutions you would never in your entire life conceive. Like those guys are definitely so good at figuring out puzzles, and they surprise me and like my fellow keepers all the time with the way that they do stuff. And if you've listened to the orangutan episode, you've definitely heard some of those anecdotes yeah, yeah i have and never looked at a my... corn cob the same again <laughs> yeah right a never family barbecue a pile of corn cobs you're like i saw pat <laughs> <laughs> why does that have to be a family barbecue it's <laughs> <laughs> the first thing you think of I know. barbecue no thank you i'll pass on the corn <laughs> okay. thanksgiving we're all gonna be sitting down at thanksgiving this year and being like wow do we have a story to tell? I have an anecdote here for the table. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, by the way, if you are wondering what in the world we're talking about, please go back and listen to Keeper Chats episode on orangutans um, and, yeah, all that type of stuff. And uh... <laughs> now, now, what would you – now, I actually asked a few keepers – um, who worked with great apes, like, would you, like, like, just to rate them, would you rather be, like, which would be worse, being in an enclosure with a chimp, an orang, or a gorilla? Oh. And, and, and have them rate them. So let's go ahead. We'll start with Ch you. Go ahead. Uh, chimp is the worst. Yep. Okay. Okay. Orangutan's the second worst. Okay. Gorilla's the third. Wow. That's what yeah. everyone said. <laughs> I'm glad we're on the same page. I, <laughs> like, scale of terror. But when you see the orangs, they always look so friendly and they're usually underneath blankets and they just look so slow and like, you know, very just like oh, yeah. zen and and that's just not I how mean, it is. they are. They're extremely playful, but I think given the opportunity, they will absolutely find like a really horrible, really messed up way to just like wear my face. Uh -huh. And that's not something that I'm really interested in doing. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, and by the way, I said orangutan because I know that when people say orangutan, it just drives you off the Terrible. Walls. Terrible. Yeah, I actually lose a year off my life every time someone says that. So okay. I'm at uh, about 35 now. Okay, I know. I just, want, I just wanted to clarify that because I was like, oh my God, I hope she's not thinking I'm saying tang. Oh, okay. oh, no, 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 you're good. Okay, good, good. I passed the test. Okay. All right. So ladies, are you guys ready to answer some of yes. our questions? Born ready. Okay, sounds good. Let me go grab them really quick. Hold on. Okay. And by the way, this is actually the first question is from my friend. Her name is Chrissy. We actually did a couple internships together and she's a huge fan of the show. And I kind of wish I didn't turn her on to the show because now she doesn't listen to my podcast. Now she listens to you. Oh, no. <laughs> she, only has, she only has some select, you know, she only has a, you know, I'm just kidding. No, she loves your show. And I was thinking, and she's also in the, um, she's actually a, a senior Aquarius at a, a big famous place. Um, you guys can put two and two together. And I, I, yep. I told her I was doing a podcast with both of you. And she was like over the moon, like, oh my gosh. Like, she's ah. like yeah. And she was like, oh, you, you get to see, you know, their faces. And well, that's not really what happened. But um, I'm a flower. <laughs> A big overweight flower, Chrissy. A big but, fat flower. A, a big fat flower. But it was funny with Chrissy. Like, I was imagining her coming up with some great, insightful animal care question. And she literally right. said, what type of wine do they drink? Oh, yes. my God. <laughs> Asking the real question. Fucking going to dab over here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 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 yes. So, Chrissy, uh -huh. oh. here we go, ladies. Let's, let's talk about it. <laughs> I... Let me just say, like, you cheaper go first, yeah. is better. Yes. Barefoot? You can't go wrong with barefoot wine. Yeah, it's like Yellow $11. Yellowtail? Hit me with that shit. <laughs> Hit me with that. No, I'm like a cab. I'm a cab salve, though, for okay. sure. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. I don't, I'm not picky, but I do hate Chardonnay. That is so <laughs> I weird. I don't, I, for some reason, thought, Fauna, that you would be drinking, like, white wine. I don't know why. Maybe it's your voice. And oh, my God. No, I drink sludge. It doesn't matter what it is. <laughs> okay. Nice, nice. Okay, so that yeah, answers Chrissy questions. Okay, she also wanted me okay. She wanted me to tell you guys a story on air, and then she has a question after it, okay? Yes. Okay. And the reason why I'm giving Chrissy so much love, she's such a huge fan of the show, okay? Okay, so, so she just texted me this and said, oh, my God, I had a bat fly into the bar I went to last night. Like <laughs> oh, a, my God. Like a bat. Okay. Flew in and stayed on the ceiling while we were drinking. It was so legit. Best night ever. And I said, <laughs> and I said, that's great. But what's your question for them? And she said, well, that's my, she said, well, that's my story for them. I said, okay, sounds good. And she said, <laughs> I said, thanks, Chrissy, for, you know, not being helpful. And then she said, what, ask them what their craziest non-work animal related story is. I thought that was a really good question, actually. Yes. It's so good. And That's we have a great a, question. We have a fucking bat anecdote. Yeah, for sure. Why don't, you, uh, why don't you take it away, Flora? It's actually like really topical because it's extremely spooky. Yes. <laughs> okay. So this is back when we lived like adjacent to each other. And so I think we had like gotten off work and we were gonna like maybe we showered. I don't know. We, we were probably gonna go drink somewhere. That's usually <laughs> where we were absolutely. headed. Yep. And it was like so after work, so it's like maybe a little bit dusky outside. And it was absolutely okay. We were like dead in the middle of dusk. Let me just say it was like the duskiest <laughs> dusk that Very ever dusk. dusk. So <laughs> dusk. We walk outside. I'm like looking at my phone, texting. We're walking side by side. A bat flies in to Fauna's <laughs> face. Hits her in the face. A whole ass bat flies <laughs> into her face. The most outrageous. <laughs> 
unexpected thing. I think you immediately started screaming and were just like, a bat hit me. And you weren't even, like, scared. It wasn't like you were scared. You were upset and mad and, like, just like, taken aback, I think. Yes. Okay. Well, let me describe it because A, it got caught in my hair, so that was fun. And the bats aren't supposed to fly in your hair. We just had an expert on the show. I know, right? Wow. Proving um, that like, this guy, like, and then B, it literally felt like someone had thrown a water bottle in my face. <laughs> so I, I was first like, yeah, I was like, first, like, where's the crime? Who's who's committed a crime? And I was like, oh, wait, no, it's a mammal. It's a bat. It's in me. <laughs> I was the pits. Um, and then you laughed, I think, for like 30 minutes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I never stopped. Yeah, no, we still bring it up and you still laugh at me. That was amazing, though. What a what a special moment. <laughs> what a special bat moment that we shared. That was great. We have a really fun Discord, and I think just the other day in it, I was like, hey, everyone, never forget that a bat hit Fauna in the face. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, what are the and odds, the though? Table. I mean... Yeah. <laughs> like, yes, exactly. It will. It never will happen again, but like, wow, what a moment. I'm so glad I was there. Oh, I yeah. know. So, uh, Fauna, do you have any stories, non-work-related, but animal-related? Sure, and non-bat related. And, um, and non-bar related, and that's a joke. Okay. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, yeah. Um, well, I mean, Flora and I both have cats at home, and I remember when we were living adjacent to one another, Flora adopted a cat, and <laughs> she's definitely got, she's a sweet, wonderful girl, but she's definitely got some, like, behavioral issues, I would say, is a nice way to put it. She's uh, got poo brain. She's got poo brain. Um but no, we had to, we were trying to trim her claws one night and I came over and Flora was like, I need you. And so I, I walk over and she has her cat sitting there and she's like, we need to trim her nails. And I was like, what's the towel for? <laughs> and she was like, we're basically just going to wrap her up in a burrito and then I'm going to trim her nails and then we're just going to go from there. So I was so nervous that this cat was going to attack me at the end of this because she kept looking at me and I was all throughout. I was like, Flora, I'm going to throw your cat. I'm just going to throw your cat when we're done with this. I'm just going to chuck your cat across the room and like, we'll hope we'll be good. She's like, don't throw my cat. So anyways, um, I mean, we're professionals, right? <laughs> In our off time, we're like debating whether or not to throw cats. Um, <laughs> But we ended up just, like, setting her loose. Like, I was, like, whipping out, like, an old rug. I just, like, l- launched her across yeah. the room. And all was forgiven. So it ended up working out great. But we, we definitely had, yeah, we definitely had, like, plenty of, like, strange cat stories between the two of us. <laughs> yeah. Well, I got an old, okay, she's, like, nine. And she was, like, abused. So she was yeah. very angry. Yes. So I knew, like, if I touched her foot, I was going to die. So we had to, like, burrito her to get access. And it yes. worked. Okay. Yeah. Right, and I threw her, and she wasn't mad at me. So, like, all's well that ends well. Yeah, she's great. (laughs) All right. Are you guys ready for our next question? Yeah. And this is on Facebook. Okay, hold on. Let me take a second here. This is great. Now, okay. And I get – I don't know about you guys, but I guess with the podcast, you probably get so many emails. At least once or twice a week, someone will email me and just ask how – it's like the number one question. How to get into the animal care field. Like – and oh, yeah. I mean, it's like the number one question. Like, what is your quick yeah. answer to that? Because I'm literally like, I just, I, it's, it's insane. Like how many times I've been asked that. Mm-hmm. We're like, Hey, listen to our fucking Q and D where we exactly. talk. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I... I don't want to answer this again. Okay. Yeah. Good. Okay. Good. Cause I thought I was rude. I, I, I'm just emailing. Now I just send people podcasts like here, listen to this, this, that. Yeah. Cause it's like, I don't yeah. have the time anymore. There's so much you can do. 
Yeah, like you yeah. covered it once and you did it in in its entirety. And so like that's an easy thing for them to do. Like go listen. Okay. Yeah. But easy what, peasy. That's fine. Okay, but what is your advice? <laughs> <laughs> Quick. Go listen to our no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's experience, 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 and get a degree. That's super. But you can't teach people how to take care of a tiger in a classroom. Yeah. That's so true. get experience. Volunteer. Work with domestic animals. Volunteer at your like animal shelter at your wildlife rehab. Like you just gotta start small and like, work your way up and love everybody be nice to everybody it gets to the point where it's who you know more than like what you know and that's how the cookie crumbles it sucks but that's how it goes um Mm. i would not have gotten my first full-time job if it wasn't for fauna i knew fauna Mm. and she like hooked me up for sure Mm -hmm. um and then once you're in you're like golden because then you you got the experience and you have that first experience and you're good but I, I um, love that, and I was dying laughing. And by the way, please go back, and I'll include the links in the show notes to listen to the the uh, the Q and E because it was so good. But I loved how you were like lower your standards, and you even say it too. <laughs> I loved it because I thought that's true. Like, yeah, I mean, I know people are like shoot for the stars, and like, you know, I thought that too going into TV. But it's like you're gonna have to do a lot of public access stuff before you get on the big, you know, with the big time. Yeah. So I love that. Like, lower your standards. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you gotta totally. take it, like step by step, day by day. Like work with things that you're not in love with until <laughs> yeah. you can get to that point. Like if you don't like goats, I don't know. Maybe you're working at a zoo farm for a while, and then like in well, a year you're suck. working with like leopards. Like who knows? But yeah. you usually can't just like fall into that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I've had plenty of coworkers that have worked exotics, and then they work with goats, and they're like, "Never again!" Like I'm working with goats for the rest of my really? life, and they love them. Like, so you, you're always gonna be surprised by like what tips you off in different ways. So, That's... and plus, this field is so competitive. Like, just yeah. start, just start doing it, whatever it is, Anything. and then, well, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but just get in there and do do whatever you need to do, and just like you said, like form those good relationships. Don't be an asshole to people that you work with, and you'll be fine. That's hard because I feel like we have a lot of just like pretentious, I you know, people in this field. Don't you guys think or people? I just like know it alls. I just I feel like it's yeah. it's like a common place in this field. What are your thoughts on that? Absolutely, I think it's hard because this is the only field I know. So I don't know if this is like prevalent in like everything. Like maybe IT guys are like and girls, gals are like <laughs> this as well. Um, but like this is the only I've only ever worked in animal care. So, yeah, it is. There's a, a really high prevalence of that. And I think it I think it stems from the fact that like we had to work so hard to mm-hmm. get to that point. Mm-hmm. And so it's like that that thing where like your parents are like, I walked uphill in the snow both ways. <laughs> like you're like, I did two <laughs> yes. years of unpaid fucking experience. <laughs> yeah. And you see someone who did like a year and a half, you're like, I hate that person because yes. they got in easy. Yeah. So I think it it like yeah. It's like this crazy domino effect. But the thing is, is like at any moment we can stop that. Like just stop being a dick yes. to the person who mm. is younger than you and who like yeah. got the position after you and things like that. Like, but it's just so hard to like people just the human nature is to just like be a dick to everybody, I guess. I don't know. Well, I uh, think a lot of it comes down to like posturing. Like you said, people work so hard to get to where they are that they mm. feel like once they get there, they keep having to do it and keep having to like explain why they're there and like yeah, justify so, yeah. it. 
And that's just not the case because once you're there, you're like, can you just shut the fuck up? Like, we have stuff to do. And I'm so tired of listening to you. <laughs> is that what you're thinking about this interview with me? Like, shut <laughs> when is so he gonna shut up? <laughs> like, honestly, because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if you know the difference between like different species of birds. Like, everyone's yeah. still taking out the trash. So yeah. it doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah, I those are my least favorite people to work with. They're just not For sure. Oh my god. And I work so a lot of you listening, oh, I guess you guys probably know what I do, but just like when I do these national shows, I team up with accredited zoos just across the country yeah. for these Today Show yeah. stuff and I meet I travel to a lot of zoos. I meet a lot of those keepers and a lot of those handlers, and those people just drive me nuts. It's just like, I don't know. I'm completely agree. Like, put yeah. egos aside. Like, you know, everything, let's be friendly. And I love that you said be nice to everyone because it is a small world. Yeah, yes. it absolutely is. And that's one thing we talked about, too, is, like, there's a definite percentage of our day and all other keepers' day that's spent, like, trying to mitigate, like, uh, employee interactions and so imagine if we spent that time actually investing back in our animals how great everything would be like we'd have so much more time to do amazing stuff for the whole reason that we're there so if everyone could just stop being like weird and trying to like one-up <laughs> each other then everyone would actually have like a decent lunch together and would like not hate each other at the end of the day I, yeah yeah i one thing that bothers me to no end is i guess i'm going on this tangent but like if you like say a fact and someone's like well actually <laughs> or like, i can't even tell you like how many you know what i mean it's just like that yes. drives me off the wall yes, you know it is there's always like that one upper always terrible i'm like yelling at the screen hold on one second i'm gonna turn on my office light ladies is that okay <laughs> Yeah, That's you're good. in the dark. Like does, it look like the, does it look like the Blair Witch Project? <laughs> this, is, this is a spooky Halloween episode where we talk to Corbin in the dark. <laughs> it looks so bad. I'm looking at myself. I'm like, it looks like I have no teeth now. So then we're back onto the teeth thing. Okay, give me oh one second. Oh, contraire, Corbin. All I see is teeth. <laughs> Our question, uh, this question comes from Tim, and Tim said, what is the most rewarding animal to care for? Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, I do, like, uh, I do think it depends on your preference. For sure. Because your, your like, view of things is going to skew it. So, like, to someone who doesn't care about birds, they might just, like, throw food at them and throw something at them and, like, walk away. But, like, someone who, like, understands bird behavior and, like, appreciates birds... Like, they might have an experience with them that's, like, way more rewarding to them. So mm -hmm. I do think it depends on, like, what you have, like, a love for and maybe, like, a, um, like a like preference a passion. for. Yeah, like a passion. Exactly. Thank you. That's, that why, is, that's why you're on. my homie. That is such <laughs> a roundabout answer, though. That's like, oh, why? No, like, it's not. What is, the, what is the first animal that, that, that honestly comes to mind? Penguins? I mean, yeah, for me, I mm -hmm. think it's penguins because... Yeah. Um, one of the things I love, and this is like about a lot of bigger birds, is that they're bonding and they're like making this like really strong bond and relationship with like a single bird or a single human. So penguins can actually like mate and like pair up with like a human and think that you're like their mate. So when they come to see you, they're like running for you and they want you to like go into their nest with them and they're like happy. To <laughs> yes. So like those kind of relationships I think are super rewarding, although sometimes, you know, detrimental to the animal, but sometimes good if they don't have like another mate. So it's like a fine line, but still I think, and I, I the one thing I love about penguins is that they do pick a per certain person and then they hate everyone else. 
So being that one person <laughs> that they love and they like want to kill everyone else, I'm like, number one, relatable. And number two, I'm so blessed. <laughs> I was just going to say, like, that is exactly what Flora is like in real life. Like, she <laughs> loves, like, three people and then absolutely hates everyone else that's ever lived or will ever live. And it's yes. wonderful to be one of those three. <laughs> Yay! Yes! <laughs> yeah. Not you totally answered it like it really just depends and I think like some people find value in working with those animals that are endangered and some people find value in working with those animals that are unloved like herpetological people are some of the most passionate people they're insane yes because they like love what they do and it's so inspiring to see that and especially because most of the time people walk by like a habitat with a toad in it without even looking and like those people are like obsessed with it and I I mean that passion comes from so many different places. So we definitely like draw inspiration from those people that find passion in the animals they work with too. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Thank you, Tim, for that. Okay. Monica would like to know what education is needed to become a zookeeper and what is done to ensure the animals don't get bored. Well, that's a couple different questions, Monica, but um, you only get one. Yeah. Monica. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Monica, answer back. Oh. Beep. <laughs> amazing <laughs> i used to work i used to volunteer at a, a radio station and do giveaways and like people would call I'm like nope call back again beep like that's what the dj would <laughs> that's incredible people would be like You're i wrong, finally Mike. made it call back beep like <laughs> tangent amazing okay. education uh, so education wise, uh, it helps to have a bachelor's degree in some kind of science related field. I'm not going to say that it's required, but like as the field gets more competitive, it will definitely give you an edge. And like a lot of places won't even look at your application unless you have it. So unfortunately, you got to invest hundreds of thousands of dollars to do that. Um, but if that's not your cup of tea, having that uh, equal experience can also be really helpful. Like we have friends that are keepers who have like associate degrees or have uh, equivalent animal care experience. So definitely having like a bachelor's degree is helpful, but you know, you got to do what you got to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then what is done to ensure the animals don't get bored? (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sorry to interrupt. Can I just say no. for the listeners, we off air just went on this giant tangent <laughs> for like a <laughs> half an hour and it is so hard for me to focus on these questions I know, I know. right now. All I'm thinking is like more things, more <laughs> things to talk about. Um, Ooh, and we, we should actually tell the listeners though that you guys now have one up on me because I know your secret identities and then I, you know something that's like top, top secret. We have some like dirty dirt on you. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's equal. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like, would I want anyone to know? No. So yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 So that's like, great. Let's get, let's get serious for a moment. The yeah. way that we keep them from getting bored. There you go. Um, we get each of them a Nintendo Switch. So they constantly (laughs) have access to the full library of Nintendo Switch games. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. And they're all looking forward to the new Pokemon Sword and Shield coming out. Pokemon Sword and Shield coming out in November. Thank you. (laughs) Nintendo, sponsor us. You can sponsor Corbin as well. (laughs) I think I've lost all sponsors. Uh, Okay, so that actually falls in line with Paul, and Paul's actually from the Varmints podcast. He's a huge fan. Yes, 
We Paul. know him. We love Paul. Paul, you're awesome. Paul and Donna, excellent podcast. And he was also talking about enrichment. And he says, what has been some of their favorite enrichment activities with the animals they look after? Their least mm. favorite, the most surprising things. Yeah. Uh, I always love the enrichment activities that, like, really just like give them a spark. So in the case of like the carnivores we worked with, we used to work at a facility where we could give out like big carcass feedings. And that was always amazing because you get to see those animals act exactly like they would in their natural setting and just like go to town on a big old rib cage. And it was amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's not necessarily something that like the public always wants to see. They don't want to see like a lion slurping out a horse eyeball. Uh, They want to see other things. (laughs) So it was really cool on our end to see that. But I love, like, because I work with primates, I love to see the, like, weird and, like, horrible fucked up ways that they decide to, like, interact with things. Yeah. And so. Which, like, like everyone else is upsetting. Exactly. <laughs> like, I I love to see just how their minds work. So I love to give them, you know, different problem solving things and just see whatever the hell they decide to do with it. Like, for instance, one time we gave one of our orangutan groups um, some pieces of brows, like some sticks. Mm-hmm. And they immediately, I think I mentioned this in our orangutan episode, but they immediately like whittled it down into a spear in the matter of like less than two seconds and then shot it out of the mesh and like exploded the light bulb above me. <laughs> so, like that was amazing. It wasn't intended, but like how smart they have to be to just be like, yeah, we're going to do this also in unison. <laughs> I blew my mind. Like I, I had on my, one of my earlier shows, I had uh, Matthew Price, the host of the Zookeeper Stories podcast, and he was talking about an orang that would literally, it was known to fashion spears. Like, it was like something they had to watch out for. Like, hey, don't give this brows because this this one loves to fashion spears. I, I had no idea. Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing the things they come up with, and they're always going to surprise you. So I love those opportunities where we can, like, appeal to their creativity. Wow. Okay. Are there anything, like, a least favorite enrichment? Mm, I don't know. Flora, do you have any? A least favorite. Um, you know, so typically, I feel like what, um, I, I can't speak for like most zoos, but like what a lot of zoos are like working towards is like providing enrichment and that's what's keeping them from being bored, right? Like we're constantly changing their environment and changing things for them to interact with and all that stuff. Um, so there is the tendency for us to do like the easy thing or like something that we know yeah. that they're going to enjoy. So they're like getting the like constantly the same stuff. So a lot of places use like calendars where you're changing the category every day. So, um, you know, like it could be cognitive or sensory or like time activated and things like that. So mine is time activated. That is like the dumbest category. (laughs) What does that even mean? (laughs) It's supposed to be something that like at a random time, something happens, but like zoos aren't made of money. I don't have a machine with like a clock on it. It means like at like two 30, I have to like run through and like scatter cricket. (laughs) (laughs) And then at like 345, I have to go back and do it again. Like it's like ridiculous stuff. So I don't know. But it's nice because it makes it – it forces us to like get out of our like bubble of like complacency. And like I know the animal is going to like this. Let me just do it. Like no, try different stuff. Like they constantly should be interacting and like seeing different things. So yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it is a huge bummer when like they don't give a single shit about like what you spend all the time <laughs> oh <my> doing. <laughs> like that is like a bummer. It doesn't make you feel good. 
No, I remember you and I, Flora, one one holiday, like when we were working at that place together, we made like we painted all these like hand painted enrichment items and we like decorated them according to the holiday and we filled them with all these special treats and our animals like didn't even look twice at them and just like (laughs) went and like shit in the corner and we're like, wow, (laughs) thank you so much. And there's like a crowd. You're like, everyone come over. I put this fun enrichment in. (laughs) Everyone stands there. They're like, okay, and you're dumb. Moving on. (laughs) Pretty much. Okay, now we talk to our next question. What is the dumbest thing you've ever heard a guest say? Oh, wow. God. oh my God. Do you have another hour? Like, we've <laughs> got so many. As long as we have enough wine, ladies, and as long as... <laughs> God, oh. I mean, I think... you had one recently that was really good. Well, my go-to is, like, the first thing I heard, like, at the rescue center <laughs> when I was working with Big Cats like, I, we did, like, guided tours. So I just talked to these guests for, like, over an hour about all the different big cats that we had. And at the very, like, end, this man is like, okay, so let me get this straight. Male lions have manes and female lions have stripes? And I'm like, what? <laughs> what? Sorry? A tiger. Were you listening? Were you listening? An hour I've been speaking. So I, I, that's, like, my top tier bad thing. Oh. It's pretty did good. You- have another thing in mind, Fauna? You know I can't remember anything, so. Oh, I know. I mean, I had I had a, a conversation with a woman once when I was in the middle of an orangutan keeper talk, and she argued with me for about five minutes that the orangutan I was talking to was actually a polar bear. And, like, oh, those are oh, so right. far oh, right. apart that I couldn't even – I didn't even know how to, like, bridge that gap. And, like, I get it. Some animals look the same. And, you you know, the standard person isn't going to be able to tell the difference between them. But, like, a polar bear and Do you think she was kidding? You think she was kidding? No. No. No, she got mad at me when I tried to correct her. So that was, like, really fun. But I think generally, like, as far as shared experiences, Flora and I definitely have plenty of those, like, what are you going to feed? What are you feeding this animal kind of interactions? And and that's always really fun. Like, I had a guest once – try to tell me that the uh, black bears that I was about to service their habitat, those were actually beavers. And I was like, God, can you imagine? <laughs> That's a big beaver. would <laughs> be a big trouble if that was a beaver, ma'am. <laughs> oh, this um, beaver talk. I, uh, I t- <laughs> I'll tell you what. Enough, that was like the alternative title to our podcast. Beaver talk? Beaver oh talk. my God, it's hilarious. <laughs> you should have a sister show, Beaver Talk. Like off beaver the rails. Talk. Oh, that's funny. Beaver talk. This week on Beaver Talk. Oh my God. <laughs> I love it. Okay. I think the dumbest thing I heard when I was uh, just kind of volunteering with the uh, penguins as a guest, you know, they obviously have bands because that's how you, yes. you know, identify each individual. And the guests were really bummed out that the zoo had put bands on their wings so they couldn't fly. Oh, uh, good. That's fun. Good. Yeah, because that's God. what's keeping them from flying right out of here. Yep. yep. Oh, my God. Tie him down. It's like a 10-pound zip tie. (laughs) (laughs) What is there an animal that you have not liked working with? Yes. Yes. Chimpanzees. Fowl. Fowl heathens on the planet. You've actually worked with chimps? Yes, and it was disgusting. How was it disgusting? Let's let's get dirty. Okay. They're just – they spit in your face. They yeah. get a drink of water, they come and they scream and they spit the water into your face. Oh, they pee yeah. in your boot. They pee <laughs> in your boot. They also do this fun thing where they like, they'll throw like food into like the keeper area and be like, oh, 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 I can't reach and like point at it. And when they go to grab it, they fucking dart their arm out and try to rip your arm off. Oh. Heathens. I, yeah. I, oh. They're intense. I, I, 
how do people, I mean, oh my God, that, that would be like a really stressful okay. job, I feel like. Yeah, to be fair, we worked with the worst chimps in the universe um, because it was at like a very understaffed facility where they had no training. Like they are oh. super intelligent. And I think they do really well with like training programs. So I'm not going to say all chimps, but the ones we were with were horrific. Yeah, they're real, Monsters. real bad. There were wild chimpanzees that I had to try to manage. It was awful. Yeah, they were pretty rough. I know um, I never connected with birds, which is, like, a really tense point between Flora and I because she is definitely, like, a bird nerd. Um, But I just never did. And, like, they – every bird I've ever interacted with has, like, tried to murder me. So I'm like, I'm not your biggest fan. (laughs) I remember I had one – what is it? It's, like, salmon crested cockatoo who actually tried to rip the arm from my body. So I was like, I'm good. I think think I'll just go with something that doesn't have feathers and we'll call it good. Um, But, I mean, everyone out there has some animal that they like just did not connect with. And for me, that was birds. And for Flora, that was definitely chips. Awful, awful experience. Okay, uh, which animal gave you your last bite? Oh, penguin today earlier, like two hours ago. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Uh, ladies. Uh oh. Oh. Wow. What is this, ladies? That's a little God, bird that sounds fight, bad. Huh? Sorry, guys. A little bird. Trying to whisk him off, Corey. I know. Put just... that away. I <laughs> At least you said, whoa. Um, so... <laughs> well, I don't see anything. <laughs> I can't... <laughs> it's because my, let me turn out my office light. No, seriously, oh, okay. look, ladies, what is, <laughs> I don't know why I'm calling you ladies. Uh, Flora and Fauna, what, what do you think this is? And listeners, I'm showing them, it looks really bad. Anyway, it like, doesn't look bad. What do you think that is? Your story. I mean, I, I'm so I like a little bird. It looks like a little like peri- like a lorikeet bite or something. No, this was from a raccoon a couple days ago. Oh, what the, oh my oh. god! You have rabies. Uh, no, I fucking <laughs> <laughs> no. I've had no shots. Uh oh. Uh oh. Hold on, I gotta go to doctor. <laughs> my, my last podcast. No, yeah, I got bit by a raccoon. It, it, it was just a four-month-old, and it had gotten loose. Anyway, oh. I, it had gotten loose, and the wildlife rehabilitator. By the way, you can go on my Instagram at Corbin Maxi and check it out. There's some photos of me, you know, holding him. Anyway, he got loose, yes. and the wildlife rehabilitator was like, "Oh, it's fine. Just pick him up by the back of the neck." I'm like, no. "Oh, okay." Pick it up, and it like you know turned around. It was like, oh my god, it scared the crap out of me. I ended up dropping him because I'm like, I'm not holding on to this thing anyway. Pretty <laughs> like anyway, the raccoon was oh. fine. We were able to get him, but it's not as easy as just like you know, pick him up by the neck. Yeah, you can't do that. Yeah, or, 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 oh my by, god. The, or, by the uh, scruff. That's what it was by the scruff, and it wasn't right. harming the raccoon. It was just confused what oh. was going on, and there was just an yeah. actual behavior, and it just scared the bejesus out of me. It was pretty crazy. <laughs> Yeah, no yeah. doubt. Holy God. Um, I think the last animal that bit me was my own ass cat. So that's yeah. fun. <laughs> You're lucky in the fact that, like, you don't get by, bit by gorillas, like, every day. Because, like, pieces of you would be gone. Oh, yeah. If I got bit by a gorilla, there would be less of me. As yeah. A whole. <laughs> yeah. I'd be in the hospital, baby. <laughs> why i'm laughing at the hospital well you guys it has (laughs) been such an honor to have you on the show i'm so happy we could do this thank you for agreeing to this uh do you have any other thank you for having us yes oh my gosh this is amazing now can i see your faces though can we pass the test i'm just looking at this flower i mean can we figure something out (laughs) i have nothing because i built my pc i didn't build a webcam into it you yeah i thought that was a joke 
No, I, I built my PC. I ordered all the pieces and I put it together. What? Right? Talk about a hobby. I can't even, like, think straight. And she's building PCs. Like, what is happening? I barely can I... get this call recorder to work. I What? You... <laughs> yeah, I had to buy all these, like, bits. And then I had to, like, take these little tiny screws and screw them all together. And plug in all these cords. And now I've got this thing moving next to me. And all these, like, lights are glowing in it. And it's, like, running this computer. It's insane. Oh Holy God. shit. Technology is amazing. <laughs> but literally all I have is this flower. I will, I will, I can message. We'll message you a picture of us. I've got pictures of us together. Oh, yeah, actually, we'll send you a picture. Okay, can we be Facebook friends? Or will people know? Oh, I actually <gasps> have a, I, I have a private Facebook account. So can we be private oh, Facebook oh. friends? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. Oh. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can manage that. Okay, and then do you have any dream animals that you two want to work with one day? Ooh, that's a great question. That is. Oh my that was God. mine, thank you. <laughs> oh, my. Uh, <laughs> oh well, just kidding, it was horrible. I saved the best for last. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. Oh, goodness. I just want to work with all the – I want to work with all the species of penguin. All of them. Yeah, that would be amazing, wouldn't it? I've, I would I've got two down. I would love. <laughs> Wasn't there nineteen left or seventeen <laughs> yeah. left? Yep. Uh huh. <laughs> You're like making really good progress. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. I know this isn't like the species, but I would love to definitely see like the animals I work with like in the wild someday. <gasps> like that would be amazing. Oh, that would be incredible. So you're talking about like Rwanda, like to go see the mountain gorillas, maybe, or are you more? Yeah, worse? like go see them there, or like go to like Indonesia and see like the orangutans, or like whatever. Like that would be amazing. Indonesia, isn't it Indonesia? I know. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, what are you trying to like it. put a put like a, like a sophisticated twang on it? <laughs> okay, okay, you mean, okay, okay. You mean Indonesia? So, <laughs> so okay, there's only room. For one person to like call me out of my bullshit. I don't need two of you. <laughs> when there's like four I'm glasses totally... of wine in, you just have to let her go. So that you gotta pick your battle. Okay? <laughs> I, think... I also need to say that like you all were talking for like 30 minutes, so I've just been <laughs> drinking for 30 minutes. So let's just That's... let it be what it is. Because <laughs> I hadn't heard anything from you, Fauna, for like a long time. I'm like, man, is she like off the call? Because me and Flora are like back and talking. forth, like talking, like, and anyway, I didn't realize you're drinking the whole time. It's awesome. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I was taking in, I was taking in all of the splendor. Um, but it does mean that I pronounce Indonesia like a goddamn freak. So just let it be. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, what about you, uh, Fauna? Any place you want to visit in the world? Do you want to go to Antarctica to see your penguins or South America? Oh, you called me Fauna, number one, offended. Oh. Number two. <laughs> Remember me, Fauna, the one that's in Indonesia? <laughs> <laughs> that's the funniest part of this <laughs> Well, I'm and, so glad and, that my like part of a brain is like I can't believe, like, you. I actually questioned myself in my mind like, wait, it's Indonesia. Like it's not Indonesia. <laughs> God, I'll put you on blast. See, yes, and you know, I just uh, I'm like really into, good. I just turned into uh, one of those people like, actually it's Indonesia and I apologize. I just became oh, that person I hate. That guy, <laughs> that guy. Yeah, okay. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, so. I would love to go to Antarctica. That would be very cool. Yes. I'm sorry, I just seen... mean Antarctica. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah, talk about your pengies. <laughs> Thanks. Okay, I could talk about my pengies all day. Uh, I would love to see penguins everywhere, all around me, all the time. Yeah. Is, That's a dream. That's it, a dream. Is there, is there a place you have no desire to go? 
No. Yeah, to Flora's house. Boom. <laughs> wow, you okay, uninvited. Uninvited. <laughs> You're like a vampire? You literally can't step foot in my doorway now. I'm just throwing rock through even though though. Watch out. <laughs> All right, you guys. I seriously have had so much fun laughing and thank you so much for doing this. Do you have um, any, like, can you tell my listeners where you can listen to the show, Keeper Chat, available on all platforms? Yes, Keeper Chat, available everywhere that you, there are podcasts. Um, <laughs> you can check us out on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Just Google Keeper Chat yes. and we should pop up, hopefully. And, and mind you, if you haven't gotten this already, this is not a really kid-friendly podcast. I don't want to get like a bad review. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's what I want to talk about. How are your feelings, Flora, about bad reviews? <laughs> oh, my God. That's do a sore like that? subject. <laughs> okay, so hear me out. If you leave oh! a bad review, you're a terrible person. <laughs> Flora will roast you on air, but yes, you will. Is that they won't listen? So I can say whatever I want about them because they're not hearing it. Yeah. Because they yeah. they said it's bad and they've moved on. Yeah. But she will also talk in my ear about it like forever, <laughs> and I will never hear the end of it. And she'll just complain about it until the end of time. One of my favorite reviews that we ever received was someone called us um, drunk children, and I was like, but yes. that's actually our brand. So <laughs> like, they're, one star, they're drunk children. Like, we never said we weren't, so whatever. Yeah, yeah well, so you actually like identified us perfectly. Ladies, uh, my wife just pulled up, and she doesn't know I'm talking to you, so we have to... <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear my dog in the background? Zoe's like, she's home. No, uh, yeah. thank you, honestly, so much for everything. Let's do this again, like, in a year, if we're both yeah. all still on yeah. the air. Sounds oh, good. we'll do a live show together, and it will be grand. And yes. we could do masks, like, you guys could wear masks or something. Yeah, I'm going to be the full fursuit. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you guys are awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. Okay. Thanks for listening to the Animals to the Max podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with friends and family. Also, if you haven't already, hit the subscribe button. It really helps me out. As always, if you have any guest suggestions, if you want to email me personally, head on over to CorbinMaxi.com. And if you haven't already, check out our social channels. You can follow me at CorbinMaxi on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We'll talk to you next time.